Hello and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. I'm Dr. Wendy Corin. And I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. And today we're going to talk to you about the passion for what you do. How did you get it? Do you have it? And how do you sustain it? Yeah, because this is what's going to get you through your career. And if not, it'll get you through your second career or your third career until you figure it out. Well, what made me want to talk to you about the passion is because that's what makes it all worthwhile. Because that's what keeps you in your creative mind. And it, I'm not only talking about passion for what earns you a living, but passion for your recreation, passion for your lifestyle. So what is it that lets you know that you're passionate about something? How does your body, your mind, how does your essence inform you that this is something that you care enough about to learn more about, to invest your heart and your soul in? It's different for everybody. What is it for you? Yeah, when you wake up in the morning, are you ready to go? Are you ready to go, let's get this day going. Let's see what I'm going to learn today. Let's see what new things we're going to come across today. Let's see who we're going to help today. What is it that you get up for? What is it that makes you wake up and get out of bed? Is it because you have to earn a living or because you desire to do something? And, you know, years ago, probably 40 years ago, I listened to someone talk about the misnomer of waking up to an alarm clock. Why would you ever want to start your day alarmed, ready to go put out fires or respond to an emergency, when in fact you may choose to awaken to opportunity? Now, I know that sounds trite, and yet we live that. We absolutely live with what's next, what's next, how can we serve, and how does that make us feel more complete as human beings. So let's talk a bit about the process. Yeah, because one of the things we always say in our life is next adventure, because we finish one and we're often ready for the next adventure. What's, what else are we going to approach in life? Because when you say next adventure, just using that word adventure makes it sound so much more appealing and it makes you want to get out there and do it. It's because you know something new is going to happen and it's going to be fun. You're going to enjoy it. And it's going to be exciting. Absolutely. And what can I learn from this? What can I learn from what this day presents itself? Helps make you passionate about the things that are on your must list. You know, I, as you know, if you've listened to any of our podcasts, I am passionate about mucking stalls. Why? Because I choose to be. Because I choose to use it as fodder for podcasts and Instagram and TikTok. And I am amazed by how much you can control that if that's the life you want. If you thoroughly love being miserable, have at it. Yeah, but that's not fun. I mean, and one of the biggest things I think I've noticed in my life is I get to do it with someone else I love and someone who motivates me, someone who pushes me, because her compassion grows through me as well. And she's taught me an incredible amount of information and I hope I've taught her a lot of good information, but we inspire each other to keep going. So having the right people to work with makes a 
huge, huge difference. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I have had the opportunity to be my own boss now 42 years. And if you have to motivate yourself every single day and think of something to do and thinking something to care about, it can be incredibly strenuous. And when you have partners who are actually wanting to co-create with you, and on every level, as I said, this practice this in one aspect of your life, whether it's a sport or a project or anything where you can feel the passion and then you can take those techniques and bring them out to other aspects of life. Today, I responded to two emails that I received from people that I follow on Instagram. One asked for a response and I treated her the way I want to be treated. I gave her a response because I know how it feels to wonder if you're talking to yourself or talking in a mirror or if there's actually an audience out there. I want to give what, not only what I want to receive, but I want to give what they want to receive. You know, that's that whole golden platinum rule thing. Think about it. it. It makes such a big difference if you actually think and make a plan for how you want to feel, not just what you want to do, how you want to feel. The second thing I responded to was the idea of going on someone else's joyride, celebrating with them. And as you know, my favorite word is cohabitate. You know, I invite you to take our passion for healing and helping and building and growing and cohabitate. Ride that wave until it's your own. Yeah, and if you can't find it yourself, model someone who does do it right. Because start using their habits. You know, they have that book, The Seven Habits of the Most Successful People. Not paraphrase correctly. <laughs> not paraphrase correctly. Yet. But those there's plenty of resources out there that you can study to help you find that. You know, this is something that you can find it. You can find processes in a book, but you've got to find it in your heart. You've got to be able to look inside and go. It comes from inside me. It doesn't come from outside. It's got to come from the inside. Absolutely. And um, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People is a book. A book that motivated me even more was First Things First by Stephen Covey because it helped me learn what my motivation was, not what someone else's, but actually how to find it. And then literally finding people who were living their best life and riding that wave and learning from that. Hey, that would not make me happy, but it inspires me to be that way. So it inspires me to look at what makes me feel that good. What makes you feel that good? Does it have to be a home run or can it be a good hit or a good catch or good fielding? Baseball analogies abound. Yeah. Or or just appreciation. I wake up in the morning, 
I walk out into the barn and one of the first things I do is I walk to the back door and I look out onto the lake because there's just something about the peace, the serenity, the beauty just inspires me. You know, I've worked hard my whole life to attain this, to get to here. Have some appreciation for it. You know, look around once in a while, put your phone down, put your computer down, put your laptop down, put your iPad down, and look around at what you have worked for and what's been brought into your life because of what you do. You know, that's, that's what you've been living your life for. You're designing a life to create something. You need to appreciate it every day. And not just be thinking about, oh, what can I get next? Because that's, that's a big downfall. Well, it's not. Next is never promised. No. Now, now is what you've got. And the future is a dream. And it's wonderfully motivating to dream. And it's fine to be satisfied. If you are dissatisfied in the moment, question, what would it take to be satisfied in the moment? I am so satisfied. It motivates me to figure out what else will keep me at this level. And it doesn't mean I need to change anything. Although if you know me well, it means I constantly choose to change and add. And what else can I provide? I know so many people in their lives and in their practices that are stuck in the process they're doing now. Well, this works for me. And sometimes the world passes them by and it's, they don't realize that in order to stay in the same place, they have to keep treading water because if they stop, they sink. So what I'm saying is in order to continue, if you're happy, it still takes bringing in positive influences and growth potentials, okay? So we want to ignite that appreciation and feed it. Yeah, and, and you'll look for, I know one of the things we do, we love coming across a new book that's come out about what we do, you know, or about horses, a new horse book came out a couple of months ago. And it, it was so fascinating to read some great new information. And these are the things that keep you motivated because it, it, it inspires you to look at the world differently because you gain more knowledge. And so always filling your brain and feeding your brain will help keep you motivated because there's so much more to learn. When people stop learning, they stop living. I, I want to shout out to the um, Instagram sit, stay, squat, because every time I want to advise someone on how to get their dog stronger or do something. I'm like, wow, I don't, I have no clue how to offer you what they want, but these people do and their passion for it is in every post. And I go, cool, that's awesome. I have no desire to use my brain cells to learn how to be better at it. I would rather support those who do want to do that, you know? So, I can ride the wave of their joy for the fact that you can take a dog from any age and make it stronger, better, more sound. If you will put in the time, they'll teach you how. I won't, 
My joy comes from finding people who can do it and directing you towards them. Granted, I will never teach you how to ride. I will, however, tell you that unless you learn how to do it better, your horse will not appreciate you. Yeah. So, you know, look around, look around your life. What, what's in your life right now that inspires you? And, and don't let that slip away. Don't take it for granted because I think that's what a lot of us do. And we fill our lives with a lot of needless stuff that has a tendency, you know, some people come into your life and they have things that uh, are a priority to them and they want it to be a priority to you. And it might not be that, you know, that might not be your priority. And if you end up going along with them and doing what they want, pretty soon you realize you're not happy because you haven't been filling your own soul. So pay attention to what's good in your life and appreciate it and expand on that. And don't overwhelm your stuff with all the stuff that's out there because it, it, gets, it gets to be too much. I, I, I've learned this even with playing my bass because I ended up I'm in with this one group and I've studied a lot with them and then I kind of picked up another group and I've been studying for them and all of a sudden I realized I got three, four groups going and, and I need to break it back down I, because then I, I, I sit down I don't have a structure. It becomes too unstructured. And when it becomes unstructured, then you start losing interest. Absolutely. You know, and there are so many paths to take. And you can't take all of them at the same time. Hence, uh, for example, I, there are breeds of animals that I absolutely love. It doesn't mean I want to own it. You know, just because you like something, you don't have to have it. And if you're passionate about goats. it and it drives you, goats, <laughs> I love goats. Pigs. Dave would prefer <laughs> that I don't bring one into our household and I love him enough not to. And I also like, also care for our property and our plants and all of the things. So sometimes it's trade-offs. Of course it's trade-offs. And if you want something and then discover you don't want it, you don't have to keep that. You don't have to keep that lifestyle. You don't have to keep that career choice. You can listen to the voice within and notice what it would take. I worked hard to get into law school. It took me about 30 seconds to realize that wasn't the path I wanted. And I worried so much about how I would be judged if after all that work, I chose something else. And then I chose something else, and I have been grateful for that for the last 45 years. So be kind to you, be appreciative, so appreciative of what makes other people happy. Join them in their happiness without joining them in their process. Yeah. Clean your closet. Oh dear, no. Clean your closet. Absolutely not. Well, now think about this. This is, is a metaphor for life. Clean your closet. Get rid of the stuff that, if you haven't used it in the last year, what good is it? It's, it's not, it's stuff that holds you back. It's more of an anchor than it is a, a push because obviously there's no desire to wear it, use it, whatever, but it's in your closet and it's taking up space. And the more you clean your closet, the more you have space for the things that will create passion in your life. Because the things that haven't been used in a year aren't your passion. Let them go. 
And as much as I love him, I'm never cleaning my closet because I look at the shirts and they bring me joy when I remember that I wore them in 1972 when it was a good day. So clean your closet if you feel like it. And of the stuff that doesn't motivate you. Okay. That motivates you. So that's a worth keeping. If a shirt motivates you and brings you pleasure or desire because it you reminds you of something, that's worth keeping. There you go. If I, not, I stand. I stand. If not, let it go. Well, I'm working on it. And, <laughs> you and just don't like the clean we, part. Come on, we, we know that. We are all a work in progress. We are all yeah. a work in progress. We really invite you to enjoy your process, to choose the process that fits your happiness, to choose people to co-happiate with, and to continue learning, growing, and loving every day of your life. Thank you for listening. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. This is Dr. Wendy Corrin. Have an awesome day.